0: and and good afternoon. afternoon. Coming to you live on Radio Katipunan 87.9 FM via Zoom, I'm Max and when it comes to what's happening, I'll tell you the facts. So please take this hour to sit back and relax because this is new wave. We are actually not live. Today is the day that our attention was divided by Taylor Swift, Jungkook, and Charlie Puth because they released stuff at the exact same minute. And we're actually going to talk about that and many more because today, joining me are the interns and we will be discussing music that's been released the past few months, the whole year, and the things that we're looking forward to. So please welcome our interns, Cheska Salamanca, Ralphie Montano, and Rafael Bianza. So hello everyone, please unmute. Hi. 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 How's your internship been so far? (laughs) We'll start with Cheska. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
1: Um so far okay naman. I'm enjoying like the stuff that we're tasked to do I, I like genuinely <laughs> that's, I know it's within my line of naman, work and I'm I also enjoy doing it at Ralphie so and yeah, so far okay naman.
0: cute cute Ralphie
2: yeah we mostly have the same project so it's great although we are juggling two internships Wow.
0: <laughs> you just exposed <laughs> Yeah, but noise, but wow, you both of you are so busy. So next, Rafael, the newbie.
3: Uh, yes. So uh different project. Yeah. A first technology I thought it's like a big project, but overall I can somewhat like manage it. Naman. Yeah. Kaya, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, good luck to all of you for the rest of it. But today is about unwinding and talking about something we all love, music. Now, I remember, Cheska and I, we were discussing One Direction last week when we both had to go to the station. (laughs) So, that was like a prelude to today. But we'll start with favorite releases from the year so far. And I think Ralphie would want to start this.
2: Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, (laughs) the first thing that came to mind is a Mm -hmm. song by Nikki from Mm -hmm. A.T. Rising. Before. Oh. So... I've actually listened to Nikki a lot since like 2019 and mm-hmm. I really like Before because it gives a lot of Taylor Swift vibes and well, I'm a Swifty so of I dig that. <laughs> and yeah, I talked about this with Jessica and how Before is so nostalgic. It's giving me like All Too Well vibes.
0: Oh, Okay, well, I should listen to it right after this. What I liked from Nikki, since you brought up Nikki in 2019, though I think this was, I don't remember, Time Isn't Real Anymore, but I liked her song for Shang-Chi, Every, Summer time. Every oh, Summertime. Every yeah. Summertime, yeah. That song that song is good, and like the vibe is so relaxing. Like It's something the world needs right now. So, Cheska, what about you? Since... The Nicki song I think is also something that resonated with you.
1: Yes, <laughs> it, it, yeah, I, I agree with Ralph because, para sao ano, brainchild all mm. too well. And lyric wise, it it's very. I think it's something relatively new from Nicki because, um, as far as I know, like Nicki has been doing R and B. So yeah. this song called Before deviates somewhat away from that, but like in a good way. Because parang sa parang I guess we could say like experimental take from Nikki's mm. side, but if I'm not mistaken, like before she got like relatively famous, she used to be in YouTube. So yes. um, I remember like the covers she would do. <laughs> she would cover Taylor Swift, so Swiftie and not shy like mm-hmm. us. So everyone, <laughs> I think I'm really excited for the rest of the album to come out, which will come out in a few months' time. Is that correct, Raspi?
2: Yeah, and then time for her tour, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, I think so.
0: she's yeah. touring. Exciting time. I'm
2: scared though.
0: Or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, exciting times. The world is really opening up. Like, I think this week alone, we've had more tour and concert announcements than we've had, like, the past three mm. years. Like, I think the last few days, it's been, like, back-to-back. And yeah. they're all coming here, which is great. So, fingers crossed for both of you. <laughs> and I find it funny that we and brought that. up Taylor Swift this early. Because, of course, we can't talk about music without talking about Taylor Swift. Let's be real here. Sorry. And her impact, like this, like, on Nikki, we know that she's a Swifty. I think she was the one who even opened up for Taylor, like, in a contest oh, yeah, when she was yeah, a lot yeah, younger, yeah. right? That was for Taylor's Red Tour, And then, recently, Rina, she also talked about the impact Taylor Swift had on her. And, like, even said, oh, if Taylor can write, like, about fictional storylines and turn it into an album, I can do that too. So, Taylor's impact is really something else. But... Apart from Taylor, we have to talk about Harry and Harry's House, which has been like a really big album this past year. So, before I share my thoughts on this, who wants to start talking about it?
1: Well, (laughs) there's a lot to unpack. Yes, Harry's House has a lot to
0: unpack.
1: (laughs) I think I'm going to start by saying my top three favorites. I think my top three favorites are Matilda, Dave, and late night talking. How about you guys?
0: Ralphie first.
1: Oh Mine was almost
0: the same.
2: <laughs> my top is late night talking, and then boyfriends, and then Matilda.
1: The boyfriends is really cute.
0: Matilda's, yeah. are, Matilda's are common because my top three are Matilda, Daylight, and Satellite. Ooh, <laughs>
1: satellite. satellite.
0: Oh, yeah, Satellite. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love
1: that song too.
0: Satellite is really catchy. <laughs> yeah yeah but like okay so harry's house what i liked about it is that it was in it was very harry so you know harry's albums are always like a musical in a sense that there's low-key a plot that you follow from the beginning to the end sometimes he even like reuses some of the melodies from previous songs puts it in the next one like in in his debut album he did that like with sign of the times he put one of the instrumentals in a song that came in later, so it was like, Oh wow, musical, cute, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. But then, like, Harry's house has also been a bit controversial because of a lot of borrowed melodies from other artists. Have you been yeah, seeing I the videos of this? To me, like, I don't think it was well, actually, it was a bit close, but like. Like, the Ant Farm one, that, that comparison was actually super funny. Yeah. <laughs> some people have said, of course, this isn't confirmed, but some people have also said that Harry already talked to, like, the composers and stuff beforehand, which is why it ended up, like, that controversy ended up getting pacified right away.
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty common, at in the music industry where people sample from other artists. Yeah, yeah. yeah I
2: think it's great if they sample a different song and they do it tastefully and it's like paying yeah. homage to a different artist then.
0: And I think also to get like the proper permission so that it doesn't mm-hmm. like start... Songs are intellectual property so they deserve that respect. At least yeah. permissions. Yeah. Okay, so Rafael, it's your turn. We've been talking about our favorites. So, <laughs> it's your turn to talk about something you enjoyed from the year.
3: Well, for the year say I started listening to uh, here and the new mm. album that he released especially the song um, uh, I forgot what <laughs> the title but yeah every time I drive around maka look lang siya so it kept repeating because it's super catchy but uh, about that I forgot the title <laughs> but yeah overall nga, I started listening to Ed Sheeran rin, and uh, yeah basically that's what I really mean. what I enjoying this study. Yeah.
0: I think from Ed Sheeran's new album, of course, uh, bringing it back to Taylor, the Joker and the Queen. Oh, that's, yeah. the, that's the song that really like stuck with me because it was nakakasenti like as fans of the two of them because it brings you back to... What was their first song? Everything Has Changed. Everything Has Changed. Yeah. 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 It brings you back to Everything Has Changed and the fact that Taylor just like brought back her red era at the time it was released, it was like, wow, it's 2012 again, and I'm here for it.
1: <laughs> very fitting.
0: Right, right. Of course, we have to bring back BTS's anthology album Proof. A lot of it were things that they released before, that they did again. But I want to talk about CD3 because CD3 to me was very interesting, very funny, because they finally released a lot of things that were inside jokes, like Tony Montana of Sugar and Jimin. That was funny. (laughs) Like, that was funny. And I also enjoyed listening to the demos. Plus, of course, the two new songs are nice, yet to come, and for youth. Though, I will say, I like how they approached them as more sentimental as opposed to more dancey, like their previous comebacks. Because they kind of showed, like, okay, this is really, like, a gift to the fans. More than wanting to break records, more than wanting to make the charts. This is a gift to the fans, and they did it, and they did it well. Like even the video was executed very well.
2: I think the song that struck me immediately was Run BTS.
0: Yes, Run BTS. Yeah.
2: Like oh god, my friend is gonna kill me for this. But <laughs> when sugar, young e's verse came out, yeah, and he, yeah. he he rapped that verse out, and it just hit me. It was so. Good.
0: It was, it was, and well, I didn't notice this at first, someone pointed it out to me, but if you listen to like the instrumental of Run BTS, it was the background music for their like concert videos, like those videos that they would show in between performances like when they're changing outfits or changing sets, that was Run BTS, and then like, I don't know, I just find it so funny that like they were really giving us a snippet of the song, and none of us noticed. (laughs) yeah yeah their minds and there were also a lot of easter eggs in the yet to come video like from their old like from their old videos from their old like even some inside jokes so that was also nice to see okay so next up apart from like these solo releases albums things like that tv shows are also taking over our lives and A lot of TV shows and movies now, they have amazing soundtracks. And for me, that's already like 50% of what makes a movie good. The story, the performances, the script. But the soundtrack literally adds so much to everything. And one of the most notable has been running up that hill in Stranger Things. So I'm not up to date with Stranger Things, but I've been hearing this song everywhere. So, okay. So Ralphie will start this.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. Well, okay. So, Running Up That Hill is part of... They made it into the plot, actually. I'm not going to spoil yeah. anything, but they use the song a lot in one of the they, episodes. And well,
0: Okay, I will say this. People keep putting it on my timeline, so it's like I saw the episode already. Oh, no. As in, Netflix Philippines posted, like, that, that scene.
1: I'm, for scene, those who yeah. haven't
0: seen it, for those who haven't seen it, I saw that scene because Netflix Philippines posted it and it came up on my wall. And I was like, oh, what's this? And then I was like, oh, <laughs> oh this is... And it
2: became a meme, right? It became it a meme. It did, it did,
0: yeah. Like,
2: songs that would wake you up from, you know...
0: From Vecna. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, that's...
0: A... And that's why. <laughs> Vecna is a character in the trailer, so... <laughs> that's all there is to it yeah, but fair, fair. That, But actually because of that meme I already kind of knew what happened because like the con- I won't say the full meme for those who haven't seen it yet but the context of the meme already kind of gives you the premise of the, the idea, first half yeah. of the series yeah it gives you the idea already though it was really funny because people were choosing like really funny songs and how that meme was executed was you know typical Gen Z fashion but very funny and Relatable because, like, yes, songs that make you happy na lang. I'll just give it a synonym. So, okay, and also running up that hill. Like, I know that now the singer Kate Bush said that it's been giving her one million dollars a week. So, like, imagine this song was released in the 80s and then like yeah, and then it peaked at 10, but then now it's at number one or something.
2: Yeah,
0: right, right. So that brings up that other meme of Marty McFly in Back to the Future where he was like, okay, maybe you guys don't appreciate this yet, but your kids are going to love it. That's exactly what happened to her because our generation now loves that song. It's catchy. It's really catchy. It
2: is. It, it, it rubs off a few.
0: Yeah, yeah. And people get very creative with their TikToks for it. Like, some people use it for, like, makeup also and, like, makeup transformation. Yeah. So, good, good for her, actually, because, like when you release like any art form so like music movies i've seen this happen a lot in the pandemic they released like years ago years and years ago and at the time like it wasn't picked up but all of a sudden like now it's getting picked up so like it shows you that sometimes like art it has a th- there's a time for it like even if it's been sitting there for 10 years there's a time for it there's an audience for it no matter what so that was also like very nice to see with this song now next up the Summer I Turned Pretty, I haven't seen this movie yet. But as a Swifty, I will definitely see this movie because I want to see how her songs are used because I did see the Cruel Summer snippet because of the trailer. And you know us Cruel Summer enthusiasts, every time we see Cruel Summer, we have to like watch it because Taylor needs to give us a music video but hasn't yet. So like, let's start with you, Cheska. I know you have very strong feelings about this max i got bad news <laughs> no way <laughs> okay
1: because i started watching like the summer i turned pretty yeah. yesterday long because mm-hmm. I, I, I saw the hype on twitter I was like, yeah okay, yeah it's really like to... is it really that good and like since i've heard about like the lineup regarding like the soundtrack it sounds very expensive like black yes Barbie, yes it does have olivia olivia <laughs> But so like a
0: few other... Star-studded. Few other like, yeah. Yeah, the soundtrack is very star-studded. So, like, you expect a lot from it mm-hmm. also. And none of them were songs written for the movie, right? It was all songs yeah. from previous albums, which kind of yeah, adds a layer it to it.
1: it. Okay. Yeah. So, I started watching, like, the first two episodes yesterday. Oh, and I I it's a series. It was I thought it was a three. movie.
0: Yeah, it's a series. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right? Okay. I actually thought it was a movie, but... Yeah, so I, thought I thought it was a movie. movie. It's being marketed like a movie actually. Yeah, right? so, yeah. Especially yeah.
1: when Taylor herself released like a clip.
0: Yeah. With- yeah.
1: I thought it was like a movie, It's a series. So I started watching like the first two episodes yesterday and mm-hmm. I'm so disappointed. Oh no. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, plot-wise, it's so how do I say it? How do I put this nicely? It's so mid. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But like, in terms of like the plot, it's like the typical you know like tomboyish girl turns into men mm. trope, and then all the boys suddenly like start taking interest, and it's like their typical love triangle. I don't know. It's just not. It's just not it for me. But I don't know. I'm trying to give it like a next to chance because like you know I'm I literally just stay for the soundtrack honestly like I just literally stay for like those clips wherein they play cruel summer
0: now that we're here I believe it's a great time to let our listeners in on a little secret are any of you out there interested in making podcasts of your own but can't seem to get the hang of recording editing and other technicalities well there's no need to worry about that anymore There's one application that podcasters or aspiring podcasters can use to make their dreams come true, Anchor. Simply download it for free on the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, or even from the website itself, www.anchor.fm. What are you waiting for? Time to avoid the complicated tools and publish your podcast on popular platforms today. That's all.
1: (laughs) Cruel (laughs) summary. What, I like what you pointed out earlier that cruel summer needs a music video,
2: please. It, it does. It, it does,
0: cause like it's such a good song, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but during the like during the promos for Lover, like when she was just dropping hints for it, and she yeah. had those murals in LA painted, a lot of them were from Cruel Summer, like the devils roll their eyes, angels roll their eyes, and that was that was everywhere. So it would make you think like, oh, Cruel Summer is probably going to be like the lead single or something. <laughs> And then, like, we get it. The audience it. loves it. Everyone covers it. It's replicated so many times that everyone's like, oh, we're probably going to get the music video. And then we don't. Then we don't. <laughs> and then we don't. Honestly, <laughs> we don't. I, I feel like dropped. we were
2: supposed to. I feel yes. like we were supposed yeah. to if the pandemic didn't hit.
1: We were robbed. We were robbed. Also,
0: get away car. Like,
1: all of her. Yeah. Other oh
0: my, oh my gosh. gosh. Okay. Later, look up Getaway Car, to Cruel Summer Transition. It's on the YouTube. Mashup. I know, that yeah. mashup. It's so good. It's, <laughs> it's the so best good. To to it. right? like that little transition. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. God. I don't know why it works so well. They're not even from the same album, but it just, yeah. it just works. And the fact that the two of them are like Taylor Swift. I don't even know if you can consider them underrated gems because the fans love those two <laughs> songs so much. But like, like, you know, the fans love those two songs so much. But then Taylor's like, my other song, my other song. <laughs> the fans are like, <laughs> like I think "Speak Now" also falls into this club, like, mm. so, like stuff Taylor should have made videos for that we're waiting for and we're still hoping for three albums later. I know, yeah. But okay, anyway, back to the summer I turned.
1: <laughs> back to the summer out. I turned
0: pretty. If you think about it, like premise wise, not critiquing what the not critiquing the plot or the writing of the series. Mm. Cruel Summer would technically be such a perfect song yeah, for... Yeah, it's so fitting. Yeah, it's so fitting for something like that. Like, a love triangle, feelings that you don't exactly know how to put into words <laughs> yet. Mm. The fact that it's summertime. I mean, the title is literally yes. The Summer it turns <laughs> Pretty. A summer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it just makes sense to have Cruel Summer in it. So, like... Mm. I haven't seen it yet, so I will, I will form my opinion when I see it. But you can brace yourself. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, okay, but like, yes, love story. Like, actually, if I'm being brutally honest, also, Mm -hmm. like, for me, that love triangle, the concept of a love triangle, I think when the book came out, the concept of a love triangle, it wasn't as widely used yet. So oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so the audiences, like the readers were very accepting of these like love triangles. But then like 10 years later, we have <laughs> so many stories that are like this already. Yeah. So people are also kind it's of looking for something different. So for me personally, had I not known that it was a book yet and I heard like, okay, a love triangle story, I would still watch it because you know, I eat these cheesy plot lines up. <laughs> I eat them up. But I would also be like, I hope they do something different with the love triangle because as I said, they do it so much that when it happens, you hope that they like add a twist or it's executed well or, you know, adding Cruel Cruel Summer to a love triangle will definitely improve it. So like, Mm. yes, I will. I I was hoping for more
1: angst, honestly, because like the song itself has like some feelings. Yeah. 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 Whenever it was like used in the in the series itself, parang. I don't know, like, it didn't really deliver.
2: Like, Mm. the scene
1: itself, I don't know. So, you know, like what you said, I like what you pointed out, that they could have added, like, I guess, like, a subtle twist Mm. or, like, something to elevate the plot a little since, you know, it was, like, something so overused the past few years. But, I don't know, maybe you could be the judge for it.
0: (laughs) Maybe, but what I do appreciate about these movie productions of Jenny Han's stories is that they really involve her in the writing, in the conceptualizing. Mm -hmm. Unlike some other stories where they really just buy the rights from the author. Like when Mm -hmm. it's a Jenny Han story, she's involved. And I'm sure she keeps it true to the books. Because I think the other one, the one for Netflix, All the Boys I Loved Before, that was very true to the source material. So something something that people should also keep in mind, that she could probably be really lifting the text and putting it on screen and because this text was from 2012 <laughs> like, like, because this text is from 2012 it'll have that 2012 rom-com vibe to it. Yeah. yeah yeah and then i'm sure like also the fans of like the book would be very appreciative of that because you want to see the book you want to see the book but then of course to us who haven't exactly read the book we'd also like to see something new brought to yeah. the table since it did come out in 2022 so, Rafael, are there any soundtracks or, yeah, soundtracks of, like, movies or TV shows that stuck out to you?
3: Actually, <laughs> I can't uh, think of any at the moment because hey, uh, I've been watching a lot of series and they get mm-hmm. kind of mixed up. So, sometimes, yeah, I'm watching this series, for example, the i <laughs> the next day because hey, I found this new series again and so on and so forth. So
0: yeah. So you've been jumping series. So yes. anyway, feel free to just if to just butt into uh, anything yeah, sure. we're saying. Back to the summer. I turned pretty. What other songs are we expecting in the lineup apart from "Cruel Summer"? Um, I
1: think. Well, <laughs> the first episode, I think they played um ice ice cream by Blackpink. Oh, and yeah. Don Selena Gomez. Yeah, I had that yeah. one. <laughs> and then um, wait, I forgot. I think they they played something else by Cardi B. I forgot which one. It was something like hype. <laughs> and then like I stopped watching after episode two. And I'm still debating if I'm gonna continue watching. Solely for the soundtrack. Wait for At me. the
2: very least.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, we got this Love Taylor's version out of it. So, yes.
0: You know. Yes. That's very true. <laughs> It's so funny how these, like, movies and shows actually are what's bringing the 1989 Taylor's versions. Because mm-hmm. remember Wildest Dreams? It was also released because of that that movie, the one about the horse.
2: Yeah, and yeah. Bad Blood 2, right? It's coming out for another
0: yes. movie yes. about
2: cartoon animals or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, these cartoon movies, they were the first ones to get these. <laughs> which is Which is funny, but, like, you know, we're... We appreciate that it's happening. Okay, yeah. so for Summer I turned pretty, you're in two, you're in two episodes. Wait for me to finish the two episodes okay. and, then we'll, okay, fine. and then we'll go through the rest together to appreciate the soundtrack. But you know, I think this is also showing us that like these nice soundtracks for like these movies, these TV shows, they also really help with marketing. Like True. let's be like, look, we're talking about the series, but then we're talking about them because, like, oh. This singer that we like has a song and we want to see it. We want to see how it's used. So it's also a really good strategy to have them use these already known and well-loved songs in their shows. And then the fact that Taylor's in the process of releasing her Taylor version albums. It's also like her way of like reintroducing it before. She would just release like, okay, song, album. But now it gave her like a different way. So that's And that's it for us majors. But anyway, I haven't seen the next show that you guys brought up with me earlier. Heartstopper. Though everyone's been telling me to watch it, I will get to it. But I'll leave this to both of you to discuss.
2: (laughs) Okay, well, it's just in time for the Pride March tomorrow, which is 25. But Heartstopper is really, it's cute. It's like really cute. Um, It's refreshing to see a rom-com based on like two gay couples a gay Mm -hmm. couple and also a lesbian couple Really refreshing and the soundtrack it's actually good like i don't know most of the artists in their soundtrack but i started listening to them because of the series
0: this is a show of a fandom that's very kind when it comes to spoilers because i didn't know there were two couples i only thought there was one so like oh my god, I was surprised. So he said, "Oh, there's a gay <laughs> couple. And there's a lesbian couple." I was like, "Oh, I only thought there was one couple." <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, <laughs> Jessica. You are going to see. <laughs>
1: oh um. Well, for me, Naban. Oh my gosh, I feel like it's one of the very few series I don't mind rewatching, mm. like for the end time. Cause like, oh my god, I don't know how to. I don't know if what I'm gonna say is gonna like do justice to how amazing and wonderful and like i don't know like it was just like so wonderfully crafted in terms of Mm -hmm. like soundtrack the cinematography the cast oh my gosh well in terms of the plot it it was very like paced out Mm nice it didn't feel rushed it didn't feel like it was like agonizingly slow parang each um point of the plot was like reasonably spaced out and like parang it also gave like the viewers ample time to like anticipate what's gonna happen next episode. But it was oh. it was like it didn't like give away too much. But the it was so easy to watch in one sitting actually. Like I yeah, think it was like, yeah.
2: It's a fast to watch. It's just. Eight yeah, episodes. was the person who
1: actually watched it. He was the one who recommended it to me. I was like, no, but like, I'm not in the mood to watch any series yet. Like, I'm so busy. I don't have the time to like commit to a series. And then he was like, no, it's so easy to binge. And I was like, okay, fine. So yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And then when I watched the first episode, honey, I slept <laughs> 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. I started watching like around 11 p.m., I think. I don't know. I said, it's, it's really such an easy to watch. You can just. Breeze through it and like not and just and end up like craving for more. Like
0: I think there's oh. like a season two coming yes, out. Yes, I saw the yeah, announcement. Yeah,
2: Season two and three. Wow,
0: it's, two and three already. Like,
2: yeah. I'm, oh. i was shocked when I heard I'm about
0: spoiled. It. But no, it's it's okay. It's okay.
2: Um, and it's really refreshing then, because like most of the time, most of the rom coms coming out are about straight couples. So mm-hmm. a lot of queer mm-hmm. people wouldn't really have. A show that they actually resonate with as much yeah. as Heartstopper, so it's really great that Heartstopper is there, to, you know, give us that high school queer love experience.
1: And I think, um, another thing that I love about Heartstopper like, I think, okay, oh my gosh, I'm not, I'm not sure if this is like a mild spoiler, but I'm just the, <laughs> I have to, I have to carefully like put this into words. I love that the show also, like managed to open up safe conversations about you know mm-hmm. something difficult as coming out oh, in a way that's okay. not so like explicit From mm-hmm. it's like how do you put this like it managed to show like the difficulty of like trying to figure out your sexuality and like how you really um how you really like uh choose to represent yourself without like
2: mm-hmm. Mm-mm.
1: I don't know how to put it into words, but it it it's so like aside from it being kiling, like it it was also like healthy to watch in a way for those oh. people who you know who are still like struggling to like express themselves and trying to like who are still like trying to find their footing and how to like you know properly come out. But anyway, it's it's just like very light and. Watch, light watch and I would recommend it to anyone
0: alright there's actually a comment here from Zoom I love Heartstopper soundtrack it's really giving high school romance vibes which makes yeah. it perfect for the series and it really amplified the viewing experience I agree with you that's kind of what we were talking about earlier that like good soundtracks can really amplify the viewing experience and even like bring the story to another level mm-hmm. so okay on this, like, giving high school romance vibes, new artists. Who are the new artists that appear in the soundtrack?
2: I think Baby Queen. I haven't listened to the rest of her discography, but she's very, they're very prominent in the soundtrack. Like, they have, like, four songs, I think. Yeah, um, they were used <laughs> a lot throughout the episodes, And the way they were used, I don't. Uh, it's hard not to spoil, but they <laughs> suit the moment. <laughs> They really do shoot the moment. They enhance it.
0: I'll take your word for it. Don't worry. shouldn't spoil. It's funny how we planned this to be a music episode. We were also talking about cinema and and the series itself. This shows you how intertwined everything is. Okay. So, next up. It's June 24 right now. The day we are recording this. And I, as a person, was divided at 12 p.m. Manila time. Because Taylor Swift and Charlie Puth featuring Junko came out at the exact same minute. So I was the split up Spongebob meme. So since we've been talking about Taylor Swift a lot this past segment, let's start with Carolina from Where the Crawdads Sing. And I had to look up what a crawdad is. And it's crayfish from like that specific freshwater area. So... That had nothing to do with the song, but the song actually gave me Evermore vibes. Like, I feel like it belongs on Evermore. Like, if it weren't going to be released in this movie, it would have been on Evermore. So, your thoughts? Well, for
1: me, I agree with you. because. It gives me like I know Carolina belongs to like the ladies lunching chapter of Taylor's Yeah. S- Mar- Marjorie. Yeah. I can Silla see that Silla Betty. Silla Augustine. <laughs> and I think I know. I'm really enjoying like this 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 vibe from Taylor lately. Like I'm glad that she's just taking her time like uh-huh. in this genre and not immediately like going back to pop or like. But still so like I I love that she's just like doing her thing. The yeah, thing that she does so perfectly and effortlessly. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. ayon, it's I think first impression. It's giving me, it's giving me. I know, like it's like the brainchild of. I mean, it's like the love child of, of safe and sound and evermore.
0: I can see that. Yeah, I
2: agree. I agree. Yeah, I see that safe and sound, folklore and evermore belongs yeah.
0: in the Yeah, Donja. it sits in that table. <laughs> yeah. At the party it sits at that table. So Ralphie, continue. And
2: it's very, it's very ethereal. Like
0: mm-hmm. it has
2: a very atmospheric vibe. And mm-hmm. honestly, it did its job. I'm now interested in watching the movie when it comes out. Same. Like I haven't read the book either, but now I'm excited.
0: Mm. Same. I really want to see like what they do with it also like on screen. Because like the lyric video was actually in itself very artistic. It used the same like fonts and colors as folklore and evermore, folklore, true, yeah. right? Which pushes things a little further. And I, I could be wrong, but I think those are like probably snippets from the movie, or at least scenes from at yeah. least scenes from the place the movie was filmed in. So that'll be something to look forward to as well. So Rafael,
3: um, after listening to it, uh, someone to remember to all the boys say watch it, nah? And uh, yeah, whenever Lara starts. Telling stories, just parang ina yun nakikita kong vibe. Na oh. like, maybe make it sing it there, but I don't know how it works.
0: But I can, I kind of understand because I think right now, what Taylor's doing since we're talking about her whole vibe, her whole atmosphere, hmm. since folklore was released, she's been building a world. Mm. Like, right, she's been building a world. She has characters, she has a place, she has that forest. She's wearing her cottage core clothes. Like, she's been building a TCU, a Taylor Cinematic Universe, with folklore, folklore evermore, and then now this one. Like, I feel like this belongs there. You can't tell me it doesn't belong there. It really really feels like it does. And I think for a singer, that's something that you don't see a lot. Because like with movies, yes, you build a world because you see it. But Taylor, she's like, okay... I'm going to build a world that you will hear and see through what you hear. And that's like, wow, genius, big brain. <laughs> and, it yeah. yeah. like, the mm-hmm. and it helps
2: that is a very established artist, right? Yeah. She's in the music industry and it helps that she's a big name mm-hmm. doing experimental things.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because like, People, people are actually very used to her talking about like her own feelings, things that have happened to her. And all of a sudden, she's like, okay, well, none of this happened to me. I am not a 17-year-old boy named James. <laughs> I'm not a 17-year-old boy named James. Augustine isn't real. Betty's not real. But I'm going to write about them because they live in my head. And I also like how she expands this universe with the long pond sessions. I'm still waiting for more. I'm hoping that there's another round of that because it really adds to the listening experience also. And the insights like she gave about writing the album when they were there and the setting itself like yes that makes sense that folklore would be recorded in a place like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very very serene, very as I said, cottagecore. I love it. And the fact that it was released in a time of isolation like yes. Please give me a fictional world to live in.
1: <laughs> then,
0: okay, we will now whiplash and talk about <laughs> "Left and Right" by Charlie Puth featuring Jungkook. I just want to commend Charlie Puth first. Like before, I commend the song. His marketing strategy—it mm. was so good. Like it was so good. So on TikTok, he was dropping hints. Like he was dropping hints little by little, until people could piece the song together. But what that did was it garnered like a general interest before the song came out. And that was very that was very smart. So who would like to give their thoughts first?
3: Uh actually I was surprised na Charlie put in BTS. And I was like, oh oh my god this is new. So that was my friend ko na it's a big fan of BTS Mm-hmm. Like, what what are his thoughts about it? Mm -hmm. So, we for bring to watch it and listen to it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Before we did this episode, I actually had listened to it thrice, like, over lunch. Because it was actually... It's a fun... Like, it's a fun song. Very catchy. I had not yet listened to it with earphones. But, like, listening to it with earphones afterwards was a different experience altogether because you pick up on things that you don't pick up, like, with a speaker. Just, like... The whole experience of the left and the right, which I will leave to the listeners to, to see when they listen to this song, but that was something like very. That was something that was very enjoyable. And actually, fun fact for you, Rafael, this was not their first collab. They performed. We don't talk anymore together. A few years ago, like a few years ago, for. One of Charlie's concerts. So.
3: Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So uh, fun, fa-
0: yeah, fun fact. And it was also just Jungkook who sang, and then the other members followed. But this time it was really Charlie and Jungkook. So Jungkook. it was a bit of a it was a bit of a throwback, also.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah. So it is uh-huh. it that added like a layer of like oh fun. So before we talk about the video, Chess Guide, maybe you wanna add.
1: Well, actually, <clears throat> I don't really listen to charlie because <laughs> <clears throat> i mean there's nothing wrong with his music but mm-hmm. like i don't know like sometimes because it like depends on my mood like for example yeah. If, yeah if i want to like example like clean my room i would definitely play <laughs> charlie pooth's song because like no you would want something upbeat something yeah <laughs> something encouraging you to like do something and i
0: think this song Being on Radio Katipunan reminds me of this one amazing app that allows people to make their own podcasts like a breeze. There's no need for complicated recording or editing software and other tricky technicalities when you have Anchor, an app where you can create and even publish your own podcasts. So download Anchor for free in the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, or even from the website itself, www.anchor.fm, to experience a hassle-free podcast-making experience.
1: Is perfect for like for example if you want to just like chill out with friends yeah or if you're like driving on your own and you just want to like blast out anything from your radio and i think on top of that charlie Puth's and jungkook's voice goes so well together like like they they, they complement each other's voice if that makes sense
0: yeah. yeah and that makes sense
1: yeah and so like their vocals never fall short <laughs> and like whenever they're together like in the music video like you can see that they have some chemistry like even though yeah you don't really like collaborate often like you can see now they they, they know like what they want to do mm-hmm. and then you know like what they want to like relay in their music so yeah it's really cool
0: yeah, you can see that their visions were aligned. And I think that off screen, they make an effort to try to be friends because, like, those mm. off screen relationships translate when they're on screen. So you can see that, okay, outside of this, yes, they would probably play video games together. Yeah. Speaking of driving, my favorite scene in the music video was when Jungkook was on the hood of the car. Oh, yeah. I, we were driving, I was, was waiting swimming. for one of you guys to
1: point it out. <laughs>
0: You're welcome! That is that is really, like, my favorite scene. Like, when I first watched, I replayed it so many times. It was so funny, especially when Jungkook, like, <laughs> fell in his face. It was so funny. Okay, so, Ralphie. Ralphie, your turn. <laughs>
2: Honestly, what caught me in the video was that quick shot of Jungkook's lips and his piercing. Now, that oh. caught my eye. <laughs> but yeah.
1: I wonder why. <laughs> um,
2: I don't really listen to Charlie mm. as much, but... I think their voices mesh really well. They have yeah. this chill vibe. And mm-hmm. the video suits that. It's very colorful. But not mm-hmm. too colorful then.
0: Yeah, actually. Same. I hadn't gotten to listen to Charlie's more recent songs. I But I would listen to the era of We Don't Talk Anymore. Like that type. And, this, and he admits it also. That this song is kind of like a throwback to that era. Because of the headspace mm-hmm. he was in when he was writing it. Which is also interesting to see. And about color, they were like Cosmo and Wanda colors. That was very appealing to us Gen Z. was Like, someone who's green, someone who's pink, and it's like, oh, on a black and white background, it's like, ah, fairly odd parents. <laughs> Last thing, find someone who looks at you like how Charlie looks like Cook. Like, did you see that when they were back to back? Like, how Charlie was looking um, at him, like, with a yeah. smile. Memeable. I'm sure Thank there'll you. be many more memes that will come from this. But, Anyway, on the topic of the um, BTS, since we were talking about Jungkook, recently there was news that they would have a collab with Snoop Dogg, and everyone thought that that collab was going to be on Proof, but it wasn't. And Snoop Dogg had said like, "Oh, my parts are in. We're just. I'm just waiting for them." So now I'm curious: what happened to that song? <laughs> Where is it? And when will we hear it? And whose record is it going to be on?
2: Yeah, I've heard it a lot. Like yeah, I've been hearing about the collab, but yeah. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs>
0: right now, Snoop Dogg himself like confirmed it. So you know that yeah. it's happened. You know that it's happening. It's just it's that everyone's kinda of, Yeah, it's about to drop. But like when is it going to drop? Especially with the news that they would be releasing solo records first. So one that's Ooh. something to look forward to. And I think the first solo record that they will be releasing, and I mean full length, like the first person releasing a full-length album will be J-Hope maybe around this time next month before Lollapalooza. So, that is something to look forward to. Now, to wrap it up, another anticipated release will be what is Taylor dropping next? (laughs) Or as her fans will say, what is Blondie gonna do next? (laughs) (laughs) Blondie's always up to something. (laughs) Yep. She's always up to something and like, for the past few releases, she's been She's been misleading. You know, I really thought we were going to get 1989 sometime before Red because she dropped (laughs) Wildest Dreams, like, out of nowhere. So it was like, oh, wait, we get a 1989 single, but not a Red single. What's going on? Are we going to get 1989 before Red? And then, well, you know, we got Red, no 1989. And then I found it so funny when she dropped, like, Speak Now and 1989 merch at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, you really know you're playing with us.
1: I was
2: preparing myself when she dropped both merch. Like, I thought she was going to do a double release for both albums. Yeah. And then she just kept me hanging and nothing came. That's
0: so, that's so true. That's how we all felt. Like, on Twitter, like, oh, she's going to drop something. She's going to drop something. Let's wait for midnight. Midnight comes and all you have are eye bags. <laughs> Like it's so
1: anticlimactic. Like, Bondi, like stop, stop, stop going in circles.
0: Yeah, but she knows you just know that she knows what she's yeah, doing. She's doing so fu- yeah, she's doing it intentionally, and it's actually so funny. Like, I think we're she on the always yeah. <laughs> anticipate and wait in the dark. No, like you know, okay, we're on the receiving end of the of her joke. <laughs> we're <laughs> on the receiving end of her game, but outside looking in it's a good strategy she's keeping all of us at the edge of our seats because she knows we want to see something she knows that we know she's gonna do something but she's not letting us know what it is so like um, <laughs> yes from the comment she's teasing us too much please it's a literal <laughs> teaser because <it's>, yes it <laughs> is she's teasing us like oh my gosh but okay Like, let's real talk from everyone here. What do you think it's going to be? What do you think is next? So, we'll start with Rafael.
3: Actually, to be honest, I'm not really sure since I barely (laughs) listen to Taylor Swift, but Mm -hmm. every time I hear her, ah, yes. You think
0: she'll collab with Ed Sheeran again?
2: I hope
3: so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, their collabs are usually good. Ralphie. What do you think is next?
2: I still stand by my first theory that it's gonna be a double release.
0: Mm, see. Mm. I feel like it's possible. It is very possible, but can you imagine how overwhelmed we'll be like when she <laughs> releases two, two Taylor's versions at the same time? And then it's 1989 and Speak Now, Pa, which a lot of fans are divided over because they both like them so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but for some weird reason, when you like Speak Now, you automatically like 1989 also. Mm-hmm. And then like, oh, I'm, you know, on that day, if it happens, it's a double release. I'm going to be that SpongeBob meme again. I'm going to be like, which one do I listen to first? Because it's such a hard choice and you're excited to listen to everything and then the In the Vault songs, pa, will make it like yeah, yeah, two yeah, yeah. times longer so then like that delays listening to the other one. Pa, so you're just going to be like, what do I do? So, Cheska, what do oh you think? Gosh. What do you think is coming first? Well, when when you're presented
1: with that question, you would also ask, like, what would Taylor do? Because that, that woman is often, like, up to something.
0: <laughs> no, what and, would Taylor do? Release reputation? <laughs> <I> heard, <yeah. laughs>
1: you would do the exact opposite. <laughs> I swear, I swear. Like, I feel like she, she has, like, so much fun, like, reading our theories or speculations. Yeah. She's just, like, there... With her cats, like she's just like (laughs) I I can just imagine her like scrolling through like Mm -hmm. our TikTok theories and like everyone's like raving about like what's gonna Mm -hmm. drop first. But for me, I think Well, I kind of agree with Graph. I feel like it's gonna be like a double release. But like at the same time, shocks, I don't know. She's so she's so confusing. I feel like I'll bet I'll bet na lang on an album. I'm betting on speak now
0: oh okay why are you (laughs) betting on speak now why why speak now why are you betting on speak now
1: i don't know like just my gut feeling
0: (laughs) gut feeling (laughs) Feeling. i don't
1: know like i don't know i feel like i don't know i just i just do (laughs) it's just it's just a vibe you get but i don't know like as like as someone who's been like listening and like Mm-hmm. consuming content i feel like that could be a possibility but at the same time i feel like she could also like drop 1989 alongside mm-hmm. speak now so it's just like a matter of like whatever blondie's mm-hmm. gonna be like end the day, so.
0: <laughs> whatever blondie's gonna do okay yeah. but what <laughs> if like okay what if so she's what if she looks at our theories and uses them to know what not to do She's like, I yeah. okay, they think I'm gonna do this, so I have to do this. Did anyone guess oh, God, that I'm gonna me. do this? Nope, okay, <laughs> then this is what I'm gonna do. So, like I said, oh, let me hint at 1989 and speak now, and then release reputation. Yeah, I, think,
1: I highly, <laughs> I highly consider that a possibility, honestly.
0: It is, it is, it's a big possibility because, like, I was going to say, speak now also because, oh, this is so contradictory but recently she gave a speech where she was wearing a blue vest and had like a 1989 plaque behind her and i'm like this could go two ways it's either she's telling us it's going to be 1989 or she's misleading us and it's going <laughs> yeah. to be speak now so it's like, just let girl. us do it again <laughs> mm-hmm. like uh you never know and her mind like not just for making music but also her strategies she's My gosh, there will never be someone like Taylor Swift. (laughs) True. Ah, Love it. So, okay, before we wrap up the day, are there any songs that deserve an honorable mention? Something that we haven't mentioned yet? Something people should listen to? Anything, or even anything you want to bring up that we already talked about that you really think the audience should remember? So, you're bringing it up again. We'll start with Rafael.
3: I guess one of the singers that I like the most this year because he looks young. Yeah, him. You guys should start listening to him because there are many songs. Niya and uh, yeah, I kind of like what the, the album that he has. Yeah, that's all.
0: <laughs> all right, nice. Ralphie, your turn.
2: Honorable mention. Um, maybe the, the last song by Irina Sawayama, This Hell, is giving me Lady Gaga 5. So, oh love
0: it. I like listening to Rina Sawayama Su- because like she references a lot of things that are so our generation. Yeah, like in yeah. her first album where she referenced Cardi Ray Jepsen. like that let's be real, that's something like our age group is so like excited about. So okay, nice. Next, Chesca.
1: Um, I think an honorable mention would be Nicki's upcoming album. I don't know, I'm just so excited for it, like but I don't want to com- I really, I really don't want to compare like her writing style to Taylor Swift, cause like <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person. But like Taylor Swift has, really, like no one could compare to Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. But th- at the same time, like <laughs> Nikki has her own like, you know, flair. Yeah. yeah. Sing- songwriting, so I'm really excited for it, cause like I feel like it's gonna be like a total emotional
3: <laughs> roller coaster,
1: <laughs> especially like you before, like in the- her song before, it felt like. Parang ano. It, it was very, like, wistful to listen to because, like, because, mm-hmm. like, I think one comparison you can draw between, like, Nikki and Taylor is that they sometimes like to incorporate storytelling in their songs, mm-hmm. in their lyrics. So, yeah, yeah, It makes, like, the listening experience, like, a lot more um elevated in a way because, mm-hmm, like, you, mm-hmm. you tend to, like, picture, like, certain scenarios in your head and then you later come to realize that, oh, I was actually in that situation before. So, like, you tend to, like, harness like a different form of fondness for that song and I think her album will really like won't really fall short in terms of like her writing because I really like lo- I really love her songs like aside from like the melody and the beats like I really love her lyrics and I don't know I'm just so excited for it to drop so I don't know hopefully you, you could also give it a listen because it's like the same it's like within the same vibes of like Taylor Swift so
0: hey. you you know I'm glad that you brought that up again because though I haven't listened to a lot of Nikki's songs the ones that I did I hear the Taylor Swift influence like in how she expresses her thoughts mm. but she's not a copycat of Taylor Swift and she's not a watered a watered down yeah. Taylor Swift yeah, yeah. either she's she has her own she, thing. yeah she has her own thing going on but you know that she's one of Taylor Swift's children like does that yeah. make, <laughs> does that make sense like you yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know that she was listening to Taylor Swift growing up. But she didn't copy, and that's something that was very nice to see. That was something that was so refreshing. And what I appreciate about her is, lyrically, she's very she's very witty, like Nikki, like how she phrase, like how she phrases things. She phrases things so well. Her because like her English, there's there's something about her English that's different. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but I've had classmates say like, oh, listening to Nikki sometimes feels like. A literature class because mm. she uses like she, how she puts the words together is different, and you know, like sometimes,
1: sentimental trickster, I forgot yeah, yeah, things right. like that.
0: Like, her wordplay is like so different, yeah. <laughs> yeah, her wordplay is so different. And, like, in high school, mm. I had a friend who would like get a notebook, listen to Nikki, and then just write down words that he didn't know and be like, Yes, <laughs> vocab lesson, <laughs> care of Nikki today. <laughs> So all right, okay, and then for me, honorable mention, I would say do not forget to listen to OPM because like we talked about a lot of foreign acts today, but there are a lot of local acts that are very like that are very nice to listen to. My personal favorite, like Filipino band, right now is Ben and Ben. Like yes. for the new York kids, like of course. Oh, you want to talk about Ben and Ben? Go ahead. <laughs>
3: I mean, kasi Ben & Ben, kasi, first time listening to it, sobrang, kasi nung narinig ko OPM, parang ako, parang, oh, okay, OPM. But mm-hmm. yun, the first time listening to Ben & Ben, started somewhat uh, diving into what OPM is. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, I kind of liked it then pala. Kasi, yun nga, whenever we hear OPM, kasi parang local siya. Yun nga. Yeah, it is local, but some people, like, doesn't support it that much. Yeah, like yeah. the other artists na international so mm-hmm. sobrang but OPM yeah we should give it someone uh, like a spotlight na oh yeah, OPM I like it.
0: yes yes i think OPM could be an episode on its own because there are a lot of like na- new artists and good artists to to talk about so yes, yes maybe that maybe that will be your next assignment i don't <laughs> know but yes do not forget to listen to OPM and not only the new ones but also I'll Never stop talking about songs by Gary V, Martin Yvera, you know, the OGs. They have they have great songs, right? They have great songs that our generation would also enjoy. I will also plug my dad's song, Stream Up All Night, Gino Cruz. You can find it on Spotify. Oh.
2: You
0: can also find my music on Spotify, Maxine Cruz, and all all streaming platforms basically. Today we got to talk a lot about music and it already dove into movies and tv shows so I hope everyone found some new songs to listen to and even some new tv shows I know that my watch list definitely got longer today and I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of this and continuing to stream the fun songs that we talked about as well so before I say goodbye to the audience and to our guests please allow me to thank a few people first this has been New Wave so Thank you to James and Sir Justin for handling this broadcast. And thank you once again to our audience for joining us today, whether on Zoom or on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you all next week. Can you believe it's July already? I'm still in shock. So don't miss out. Follow us on Instagram at newwave.rk to stay updated. Head over to our Facebook page called New Wave, or you can type the Instagram handle as well, and it should come out. Catch the replay of this on Radio Katipunan 87.9 FM's Facebook page, YouTube, and Twitter Live, all of which go by at Radio Katipunan. Don't forget that you can also listen to this episode and many more as a podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor under the name New Wave. But most of all, thank you to the interns for joining us today. I'm sure a lot of people will be looking at everything you recommended. And I hope you guys had fun. So congratulations. You earned some intern's points. <laughs> the floor is yours. Starting with Chesky, you can say whatever you want to say. Leave any message you want to leave.
1: i Carolina by Taylor Swift.
0: <laughs> Ralphie.
2: Okay, Um, watch Heartstopper on Netflix.
0: <laughs> yes. I echo that. <laughs> Raphael.
3: Guys, OPM, don't forget. <laughs>
0: That's all.
3: <laughs>
2: don't
0: forget. I agree, don't forget. So once again, I'm Max, and when it comes to what's happening, I'll serve you the facts, and this has been New Wave. We'll see you next week. Bye!